Okay. So you ready? Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> okay. So we still have two minutes, you know, we're still setting yeah. up a little bit, but yeah, this is, we're officially live now, but we're gonna start in two minutes and yeah. I'm just gonna this... take a sip of my water really fast. <laughs> okay. I'm just, you know, the funny part is I'm trying to figure out where to say it, you know? <laughs> like yeah, that's what I'm most worried about. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Yeah, I see, I see why you have that that background. <laughs> yeah, because my background be a little be looking a little crazy sometimes. So, yeah, but I think I think we look good right here. So don't we're gonna move. get started in two minutes. So stay tuned, y'all. If you guys don't have like a drink in your hand, or you need to use the restroom really quickly, go and do that. We're about to start in a minute. Yeah. What are you drinking, by the way? Before we start. <laughs> This is courtesy. This is a yellowtail, uh, sweet red rue, courtesy of uh, whoever left that in the fridge. Thank you. Oh, okay. Perfect. I don't know. Yeah, this tastes actually it tastes pretty good. Oh, it's from Australia. There we go. Nice. All these mate. <laughs> what do you like to drink? It depends. I can literally go from anything, to be honest. Okay, let's This is why I should have had this. Damn, I didn't even think about this. Okay. All right, we're going to start now. So let's see. Okay, so hi, everyone. My name is Carmen, and this is another episode of Itu Novio the late night show edition. It's adults only. So we're going to be talking about some very grown topics as it comes to love, sex, and relationships and everything in between. Um, you know, we are in a new month. It's October. It's also Libra season. So, you know, this is a very spooky time where like a lot of things, I feel like if you're into like witchcraft, if you're really into sex, that's also like a thing. Um, October is also National Kink Day. It was yesterday. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that as well. But before I even go on to celebrating our first male guest here ever, <laughs> because I've had well, actually, second male guest, sorry. But first, um, heterosexual. What? First heterosexual male guest, okay? Okay, okay. We had one um, gay man here, and we had very, very cool and deep discussions as well. But you're my first heterosexual man uh, in this show. Mm -hmm. But in the last episode, we had Ashley here, which she was such a phenomenal guest. We talked a lot about stillness, being comfortable with yourself, um, you know, practicing body, mind, and spirit, being okay with Maybe if you are coping with some things in your mental health to like, you know, put yourself out there, journal, do all that type of stuff. And then also to celebrate thirst traps, you know, if that's something that you want to do and you look good, why not? But on today's episode, it is called Kinktober and we have my first heterosexual male guest. But besides that, he's also a musician. He's a Latino urbano artist he does reside in san diego and his name is baruch so what better way to introduce him that for him to introduce himself onto the show so welcome hey what's good carmen how's <laughs> you doing good? everybody out there hi nice to meet you <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, dude. I'm really happy. Uh, I've been busy lately. Busy um, working, 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 and working on music, working in the studio and stuff like that. So I got a lot of new music coming out. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be on the show. Uh, like I said, I, I mentioned to th this to you. Yeah. But uh, this, this is probably my first live stream. So I've never really done a stream like this. So I'm, you know, let's do this. Yes. Well, I'm glad that I'm your first because <laughs> you're my first heterosexual man here on this show. So I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's um, thank you so much for wanting to come on. I definitely wanted to get um, male's perspective on certain things, um, especially because I feel like some of the topics that you brought up that you wanted to talk to me about were some things that I wanted to talk about. And I'm like, this is good. You know, like I want to get a man's perspective on certain things. And the first thing that we're going to talk about, which I mentioned a little bit to you all if you're on the live. So yesterday was uh, National Kink Day. So what is a kink? A kink is something that someone is interested in that may, may or may not be sexual. So for example, there's people in the kink community that are into BDSM, that are into gagging, choking, you know, dressing up as a baby, all different types of things. Sorry, what now? Um, yes. That's, so that's we celebrate a kink now? It okay. is, it is. But <laughs> <laughs> we, we, have, we have talked about this off camera, but kinks come in different levels. You know, there's something yeah. as small as, you know, I like to lick toes to I like to be strangled and spanked and all these other things, you know. So there's levels to a kink. Um, but on the show, there is no kink shaming. I feel like whatever um, you like I'm, to do. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't mean. I didn't mean that. I was just kind of like caught up. I was like, I didn't know that was considered a kink. Okay. Yeah, you'd be surprised. No, no. I feel like what what might be like your thing might not be your a thing for another people, person. Yeah. yeah. So we just have to be respectful because you know everyone's into different things when it comes to sex. So that's going to be our first topic of Kingtober. And mm -hmm. I'm glad that you're here so I can ask you this. But are you into any type of kinks or fetishes when it comes to sex? Or have well, you so had partners that are into okay. sex? Yeah, because that's, uh, that's why I asked that. I was like, I'm not sure what the definition of kink is. But when you explain it, now I'm like, uh, do I? I don't know. <laughs> Like, now you're making me think, shit. I have had, like, yeah, partners that, that ask, like, make requests, let's say, to, to, like, lick toes and stuff. And I'm not really into that. I'm like, that's not my thing. Right. Um, so I had to deny those requests. Uh, like, I said, you know, sorry, it ain't going to work. But um, me personally, I mean, I, I ain't even tried, like, all those whips and chains things. I don't know, to tell you the truth. Like... <laughs> <laughs> would you be open to something like that if it stuff was like that like, yeah this is the thing like i would need to uh be very comfortable and like right. trusting of of uh of that woman to tell you the truth okay um if then if the answer to that is yes then then i'd be open to that yeah okay so see that's important for the people tuning in um it has to be comfortable for both parties you know mm -hmm. because it should be enjoyable for not only the person that's really into it, but for the person that's receiving, you know, or doing a certain thing to please the other person. 
like yeah. a kink like for example let's say i'm really into you licking my toes but you told me you know hey like i'm gonna deny that request i have to accept and be okay with you denying that because i'm not gonna force you to do something that you don't yeah, want to do right exactly and there should be communication so the fact that you pointed out that you would want to trust that person and be oh, comfortable no, no. it's not about want it's about i would need to trust right? let's, think, let's think about this scenario number one <laughs> Mm -hmm. I think the most popular one is handcuffs, right? So handcuffs. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious about that, but like trust is, is not something I want. That's something I need in that situation. I need right. to be able to trust her that she ain't going to walk away with the key. Then <laughs> that leads me in an awkward position. But um, sorry, what are we talking about again? <laughs> he got lost in thought. He's like, I don't want to be tied up. <laughs> No, but okay, so that's, that's cool because um, maybe you're not super adventurous when it comes to, you know, things like that or kinks, mm -hmm. but it's good. I feel that like you have an open mind and you're not like completely against it, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, my next question would be, for example, like, well, obviously, you know about, or maybe you don't, but you know about like bondage, people being tied up, things like mm -hmm. that. Is that thing that you feel you would do to someone else or you would rather have it done to you if you were put in a situation? Damn, you know what? These are really good questions. <laughs> I, I don't know, because the, the this is the thing, like the pleasure level is different for everybody, right? right. So you're right. Some people, I, I think some people get uh, more pleasure doing things to people as opposed to getting them things. So I, I'm like, Probably them doing something. Yeah, probably them doing something. To yeah. you? To me, yeah. Okay. See, I feel like um, in my, I'm kind of, I kind of feel you too. So I feel like in my everyday life, I'm not as assertive, right? I'm not super assertive out in person, out in like mm -hmm. the street and stuff. But I feel like when it comes to sex, I am really assertive, which is weird. Because when people see me, they're like, oh, I didn't think you were into stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think I I get kind of like a, a power high sometimes during sex. So it's interesting uh, to me to see that you kind of want to not be in control as much, right? If you're the one getting this done to you. So do you feel like during sex, you don't, you like to not have as much control and have that person take the reins over? Do I, I think, uh, I like both actually. But yeah, like some sometimes, like some days and shit. Um, yeah, you just kind of want to sit back and enjoy yourself. Like, you, know, <laughs> you don't want to, you know, like <laughs> you don't want to. Uh, some days you just like I'm, a, I'm here, stand back. I got this. All right, you know, like. But other times, nah. Like, it just depends on my mood, honestly. So it goes both ways. That's cool. No, that's good to know because um, I feel like a lot of people think. Um, in society, like, oh, guys always want to be dominant during sex. But sometimes the guys don't, they don't. They want to be, you know, you, like you said, I want to sit back and see what you be doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, Show me what you're working with, you know, like, come on. Right. Um, yeah. So my last question before we move on to the next topic, mm -hmm. um, because we are talking about, you know, kinks and things like that. When it comes to sex, do you get really 
excited when the person that you're with, <laughs> he's like, let me take some, some drinks before I answer these questions. But okay, so when, when you have sex but you're with yeah. a new partner, do you appreciate a partner who's really confident? Maybe she might not be as good in bed, but she's really confident. Or do you and, sometimes don't like when people get a little shy and you're like, they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't feel so good. Like, does that throw off your mood during like, sex? <clears throat> like you're asking if, if, uh, if it throws me off, if they're different, like in as a regular person and then in sex. Right. Like, does it throw you off? Does it yeah, throw you off? Yeah. If they're if they're different, if they're like polar opposites. Yes. Yeah, dude. Come on, like, because <laughs> like, um, I don't want to say like uh, first impressions or everything, but whatever impression you have of a person is is like on just them themselves, their image and who they are, um, can kind of be like, in a way, shattered when you see the other side. Right, like you're like whoa, but in bed you're like, and then, but in in real life, work life, or whatever, you like you blend in or whatnot, right? So it has thrown me off before, mm -hmm. was, but then I was like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spider senses, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it does throw you off. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I feel like for, for women too, it's the same. Sometimes it's in a good way though. Cause like it, uh, again, depending on the person, it can be a good thing. Right. Like, like maybe if you just want to kick back and they turn out to be the more dominant one, then it's like, all right, works out. Mm -hmm. um, or vice versa. I don't know. Right. No, that's interesting. Um, I feel like for me, um, I kind of like having like a power role when it comes to sex because I'm not very dominant in real life and I want to practice being more assertive mm -hmm. not just in the bedroom but in real life you know what in I mean life, yeah. so, like that's that's where you should be assertive the most so I'm I'm working on that um, but I think it's exciting because I think like you said sometimes men don't want to put as much work in the bedroom even though I still think they should put in the work, don't get me wrong, you should still put in the work. You should always put in the work. You should always put in the work. But sometimes, you know, let us be the the main stars, you know? So yeah, let us you show shine. you. Yeah, let us shine. Let's and shine, let us, yeah. we're going to work you. That's how it should be. Mm. But we're actually going to go into our next topic, which is um, really This next topic is, is brought to you by this bottle of wine. Yes. And also, <laughs> Baruch came up with this topic, which is very, very interesting. So we're going to be talking about what's on your sex playlist or our personal sex oh, playlist. Yeah. So we both love music. I love music. I don't make music, but I love listening to music in general. I love going to festivals. I love going to concerts. Um, and I feel like music and sex go together. So what's your go-to song or playlist when you're getting in the mood? Shit. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to give you some names, but to some of the listeners out there, the viewers and shit, mm -hmm. uh, y'all might not know these, but like uh, Tupac, How Do You Want It? Okay. Este, but, uh, Noche de Sexo by uh oh, was it Yandel? And, uh, and Aventura? yeah that's like that's just like a like you just hear that and just like okay all right sure. is that kind of <laughs> night you know like 
That was that was a big one. Um, was it a, a pony by Jen? Was it genuine? Genuine, yes. Genuine. That one is the no well, no diggity no diggity with Black Street. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like that's a lot of old school songs, but but Gasolina also gets that shit. You play yeah. Gasolina during hey, sometimes. Yeah, you know it depends <laughs> on the mood. You know. Whatever you gotta do to, to just to just you know set the mood right. So you listen to some like rap, reggaeton, it's literally all over. You know what gets me in the mood? I really like R and B. So my go to that's, that's a different mood. That's like uh that's the mood the, I always the, wanna be in. So, Okay, so that's like different. I think, <laughs> I think different songs like trigger different moods, right? Different types, and it, and it's really important what type of mood you're trying to set. You're trying to be like wild and passionate type shit, mm-hmm. or uh, or or you know, okay, to slow things down, see how it works. Oh, that's you know, like you know. That's that's oh, something yeah. else. That's like some. I'll be playing uh like Marvin Gaye, I'll be playing like uh some Aaliyah, you know. Oh wow! Step okay. up, step up, step up. You know, like uh, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, definitely a lot of '90s shit. Like a lot of '90s, maybe some John Legend. You know, Legends are the never people. Um, no, I think it it's true. Yeah. It, I, it's true. It depends. I feel like what mood you want to be in. I feel like for me, the go-to artists are like The Dream, Falsetto, such a good song. Jay Holiday, Bed is a good song. Um, my favorite artist is Osuna. So Osuna, like from hey. back in the day, Osuna. Okay. Okay. Like, I don't know. I forgot the name of the song, though. Um, it goes, En la Timida. But it's an Osuna song. Um, and sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I'd be playing some EDM in the background. No way. I've no never words. done hey, okay, no words, no. but it's just like <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> okay, okay. Suelta la so- no, I've never done that actually. I've never played EDM. You try some EDM. During I'll sex. Okay. Playlist, okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, send me that because I might be playing the wrong music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, since we're talking about, you know, whether you play music in the background during sex or not. Mm-hmm. Are you the type of person that you prefer lights on or lights off during sex? Ooh, um, if it's nighttime, then probably the night lights off. Yeah. Okay. But if it's daytime, it don't fucking matter. Let's go. Like, <laughs> like it's daytime, you know. Honestly, I think sometimes shit's crazier in the daytime, actually. Really? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. Because <laughs> the nighttime is just that's an expected um like that's an expected time frame, right? For people to have right. sex like it's nighttime, people are gonna go to bed and shit, right? Right. But then think about who's having sex during the day and then it's like, okay, okay, I see you. Okay. <laughs> you know, like No, it's it's true. Um okay, for me personally, I don't mind like nighttime sex, like let's say I'm going out. I go to someone's house, like it's nighttime. I don't like it to be completely dark. I kind of yeah. like, for example, like the TVs. 
I need I need the TV to be on in the background just to get the glare. Yeah. I need to do something. Like, that, you, yes, you need, need to, to know what, what's, going, what's on. going on. So I need some type of light, whether it's a nightlight, whether it's your phone being charged or the TV playing in the background or something. But yeah, I need I need some type of lights. Um in, in the daytime though, I wasn't like that in the beginning. Cause I wasn't like super comfortable with my body, but I feel like mm -hmm. after 25, like I didn't give a fuck anymore. I was like, I don't care. Like this body is already here. So mm -hmm. might as well. Right. Might as well. <laughs> yes. gonna show this out. You know, like daytime <laughs> shine, homie. <laughs> Wait, same with men. Do you guys get conscious about the lights on or off or you really don't care? Do we? Uh, like if we... a woman sees everything in the daytime. Or are you ah, okay, okay. Um, mm -hmm. This really depends on yeah the woman. To tell you the truth. Okay. What do you mean by that? Like how the how comfortable I am with her? Like is oh. this a is this a uh, is this someone I just met last night, or is this someone that you know I've been getting to know already? Right. Okay. Um, if I met her last night, then maybe yeah yeah I'd be like uh, turn up okay so if it's uh, someone you met last night you would be a little bit more shy maybe because 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 okay. uh, i don't know them right you know okay i don't know them like that right mm -hmm. i'm not comfortable with them like that i don't trust them like that oh i see okay i didn't know that i didn't think you no. guys would be shy because most of the times i'm just like i feel like they're not shy but that's interesting some some people don't give a fuck. Like some people be savage. Uh, some people. Um, it depends what type of mentality you walk into a situation, right? Like mm -hmm. uh, that's why I say like if if I just met her last night, then uh, um, she might not be here tomorrow. Yeah, you know. So it's yeah, like right, right. okay. So if it's with someone that you're really comfortable with, then obviously that already knows your body, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I, am I allowed to curse on here? Oh, yeah, oh okay. Shout, no, I don't give a shit then. If I know them like that, then I don't give a shit. Right. Like, who cares? <laughs> it's kind of right. weird, huh? Like how that works with it. You know what's funny? Um, I think, and I'm speaking for myself. I know not all women are the same. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm kind of like you, you know, like if I just met this person, I do get a little bit more on the shy side. Obviously, like, even if I'm with someone that I've been with for a while, let's say like this is a friends with benefits now, I've known them for like a month or two. There mm -hmm. are still some times where I feel shy because I'm just like, I don't know, maybe it's just like a thing that I have in my head that I'm like, I'm insecure about certain things. But for example, for me, like, I'm not a very top heavy girl. Like I really don't have boobs. I really don't. I have a great ass, but my boobs, <laughs> my <laughs> boobs are really like the star players, you know? Like, you know what I mean? They come out, but they're not like out. So that's something that I'm shy about. But for guys, do you guys really care if about a girl my, that you're with my, my maybe doesn't have? Yeah, like. Bro. Do we care or do we get uh, self-conscious and shit? Do you do, do you get self-conscious about certain parts of your body? And then do you care if that girl 
is self-conscious about certain parts of, of that certain thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> um i think it's very natural to be self-conscious to tell you the truth because uh we don't like lots of times we hit like there's there's things that we don't like about ourselves right and we wish we could change them there's things that we can and there's things that we can't um i sometimes yeah sometimes do get uh self-conscious um but this goes back to who is it that i'm with right um if i'm with someone that i'm comfortable then i'm not i have no real reason to get self-conscious right right um what was the second that was the second part to the question what was it um, if you're with someone who is self, like, for example, let's say like we're in a relationship and you know yeah. that I'm self-conscious about my boobs, does that kind of throw you off sometimes during sex? If that girl's being self-conscious about certain About parts that. Ooh, okay. But, you, but you've told her like, Hey, like you're, it's, but that girl's like, Oh, yeah. like still even, yeah. even, okay. Um, I guess it would still throw me off a bit. Um, even even if it's a reoccurring thing, yeah, I think I try to be more reassuring than anything because, like I said, we all we all kind of deal with that in different ways. So it's important to uh, to like be um, reassuring in 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 issues like that because, like that. A person can take that within their whole lives, you know, if nobody right. ever says anything different and that's all they think. Right. So if in in my eyes, I'm like, what are you talking about? You look great. Like, you look great. I mean it. Like, you look great. I'm going to keep trying to, to, to let her know that. Right. Like, you're focusing on one thing, but really you're not seeing the big, you know, the big picture. Aww. He's a great man. He's a gentleman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's good. The fact that you're you're reassuring to the person that you're with intimately. You know, you're not putting them down. And hopefully no. the people that you're with too, you know, they're reassuring you as well. Like, oh, you look good or something. Because I feel like, like you said, like even things that people hear, they like take it with them for life sometimes. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. it's a trip dude damn these are good questions no, yeah, this is a really good conversation i feel like we all needed this this is crazy uh, from the male perspective this shit got real y'all like i didn't expect this yes glad i'm here <laughs> i'm glad we're here okay we're so we, actually, like... we actually have a question mm-hmm. we have a question from an audience oh, so someone's watching us live and they wanted me to ask this question i can't okay. say who it is though but yeah so shout out shout out to you thank you for watching she wanted me to ask you uh what do guys think about okay let's say you're with a with a woman and they're between the ages of 20 to 30 and they tell you like hey i'm a virgin what do you think about that if you're with someone he's like let me get a drink (laughs) he's gonna finish this bottle by the end of the episode (laughs) But yeah, like what, what do I think if I hear you're that? You're dating. Like if I meet a girl and, and she yeah, tells me that, it's like, hey, okay. Um, that she's a virgin, but she's she's already, she's between late twenties to thirty. Okay. What do you and think I'm in, and that? I'm in this situation. I'm into this 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 girl. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, 
it would be a bit of a shock. Not like I don't say a shocker, but it would throw me off a bit. Right. Um, Why would it throw you off? I think you know it's it it shouldn't. Okay, it shouldn't, but it does because in our society, I think it's the norm that it's like a an unwritten rule, right? That you. Right. By that time, you're already like college age, right? So in college, you should already be having sex. Or experimenting. Or experimenting, right? So that's that's the only real reason why it would throw me off. Um, but it wouldn't like scare me to the point where I'm like, like deuces, I'm out, you know, like no, like, right. no, like I would want to hear like, this, not, like how did this not happen already? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't, be like uh what's it called uh like a deal breaker like a deal breaker yeah, yeah. okay see I, I would feel the same thing too like if the roles were flipped and um I was dating someone a guy who maybe was 27 or something and they told me like oh I've never had sex I guess from my point of view if that happened I would be surprised because like you said in society I feel like sometimes men have sex first than mm -hmm. women in terms of like our maturity and as we go through puberty and stuff like that sometimes not all the time um but yeah I feel for me it would also be shocking but I think it'd be cool at the same time that they told me because you know how we get older it might be hard for someone to tell you like hey I'm a virgin like yeah. and I'm 27 you know what I mean so yeah the fact that they told you I think that's that's pretty cool but I think it's cool that you you don't see that as a deal breaker, like, bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because so, that that stuff happens. Like, that's... Right. Like, it really does happen. And um, you're right. You can't, like, just dismiss somebody based off of something like that. Right. Um, and then you never know. Like, that may, fuck, that may be future baby mama. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> 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 Never know. So the no, first like, time I hit, and now you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's future baby mama material right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's very true. Um, that kind of leads into um a little bit of the conversation that I wanted to ask you. Hmm? Well, obviously, well, obviously, well, I'm not a virgin. Um, are you a virgin? No. Okay. So we both, you know, have had sex, but what is something that you wish you, you had known before you started having sex? Like, because I feel like for me, my sex education came from my friends yeah. and like TV or TV shows that I was watching and even porn. So I never had like a formal well, sex Porn had definitely a big education on, on a lot of young America. Right. Um, so what is something that you wish you knew before you started becoming intimate with people? Damn. Again, and I'm drinking hot chocolate, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn, I should have been drinking hot chocolate, not this wine. <laughs> um, what do I wish I would have known? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know how to answer that question to you, true. Because, like, I got my so you were sex just an education. Expert? Wait, what? I'm like, so you were just an expert? Yeah, I just knew how everything is like and go all right cool um no because so i got my my sex education in in middle school right so through public school 
right. never yeah. had like a, a conversation with you know with my parents and stuff like that so mm-hmm. you know and that shit like they always just teach you like diseases and don't do this don't do that don't do that right the, the don't the have sex with your die yeah, yeah like <laughs> If you had rights, like this puppy might die. You're like, what? Okay. Um, I think I don't know. I have. I don't even know. I, that that blows my mind. I don't know what to how to answer that one. Well, or maybe I let me on. let me answer my my side, and then maybe you can like see how you answer yours. Okay. I think to me, I wish someone had told me early on all the types of birth control that I could get on because I only knew about the pill because mm-hmm. that was, was introduced to me. Um, also in middle school when we were having like the G G E D. What do you call it? Like the health, <laughs> the health classes. Yeah. Uh, called the family life. Yeah. Whatever it was yeah. back in the day, not G E D. But yeah, when I was getting all my sex education through mm-hmm. middle school, they only yeah. told us about the pill and condoms. Right. But there are so many other kinds of birth control. Like you can get a shot, you can get a female condom, you can get an IUD, which I have. You can get a bunch of other stuff, right? So I wish they had told me about all of my options because Mm -hmm. I feel like as women, we need to protect ourselves way more because, you know, you never know. We could have a baby. So Mm -hmm. I wish I knew more about birth control. I also wish someone told me right away, like, hey, Because when I started becoming sexually active, I wasn't thinking like, oh, I need to get tested every so often. You know what I mean? That's very important. You need to get tested. So don't just be having sex and don't get tested. Yeah, don't be young, wild, and free. Be smart and free. Yeah, be smart and free. So they don't tell you like, hey, you have to go get tested. Um, What's another thing that I wish I knew? I wish I knew what uh, uncircumcised and circumcised dick looked like. Because they didn't show me that in school. So I needed to know that. And yeah, those are some things that I wish I knew. Wait, they don't show you that shit in school? Like a real, like a real, like the real thing. Oh, you know what I mean? I only saw diagrams and pictures. I'm like, I wanted to see the real thing. (laughs) I'm like, like, wait, they didn't teach you this? Like, Oh, the real, oh, yeah. Yeah, the real thing. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I wish okay. they would have taught me because, yeah. I remember reading something once about um, how, I think it was an, reading something, an article or a documentary where mm-hmm. it said, um, right, in the States, like, sex education is, is just that, right? It's, it's how to prevent, you know, diseases, prevent set, uh, having kids and stuff like that. Yes. Right, but it's never you're never taught um, what's the right way to have sex, right? And what they meant by that was like kind of like, where's the G spot? What what uh, what you oh. should be communicating with your partner? Mm-hmm. What what is a healthy uh, sexual relationship? Right. So right. really, actually teaching right. not just the 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 cons but the pros. And how right. you should be versus how um, some things are. Like, what is appropriate sexual behavior? You know, and and that kind of stuck with me because it's it's so true. We're 
were American society is very much like still taboo about a lot of this, right? Right. So we're not even willing to have that conversation lots of times or are comfortable having that conversation. Like you might want to, but you're not necessarily comfortable. Right. So I thought, I think that I, some, a course like that would have been so much more beneficial to a younger me because mm-hmm. it would have prepared me fully like for, uh, yeah, like kind of like what you said, like what to expect. Like you don't, you don't really know what to expect. They don't tell you that you, you're going to get anxiety sometimes. You don't tell you that you're going to get whatever, right? Like, because these are, right. these are uh, both peer pressures and self pressures um, sometimes. And, and it's, it's like a lot to, to take on. No, that's true. I think you, you brought some really good points that our education around sex is, is sometimes kind of scary, you know, like you might mm-hmm. get this X, Y, and Z disease. You're going to do this, which is true. You could, because, you know, if you're having sex, you are exposing yourself maybe to some of these things. So you do yeah. have to be careful, but there's also a lot of beauty in having sex. You know, we don't only just have sex to make children, you know, we have yeah. sex for pleasure. We have that, that option that if we want to have sex for pleasure, we can. And like the points that you made that, you know, sometimes it is embarrassing. Sometimes you do get anxious or, you know, little things happen here and there. Like, mm-hmm. you never know. So, yo, they should have that shit too, huh? The bloopers <laughs> of sex. Like, all right, real the, play the real, Jimmy. You know, like, and they're just like, all right, this is what to do and this is what not to do. <laughs> and audience <laughs> just laughs in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess now that we've, you know, you, you know, we've had sex, what is something that you've learned from your, your time being a sexually active adult? Communication is extremely important. Communication is, I don't say everything, but if you are not comfortable um, communicating to your partner, whether you like something, don't like something or want to try something new. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a, I don't say a red flag, but that's a sign like, all right, boom, somebody's got to step it up or you got to step it up because um, I think that's that's very important having a, a, a healthy sexual relationship is communication. Right. No, I agree. Um, I think for sure the communication part has gotten better for me as I've gotten older. Because when I was younger, you know, sometimes you let things slide sometimes. But as you get older, I feel like I have hard, like, no's. Like, this is something I'm not going to budge on. Or, okay, I'm open to trying it. Let's see. Things like that. Um, one have thing you I've switched? Like, like, has there been something where you were a hard no before? And then now you're, <laughs> like, more open to? Or, or the other way where you're, like, yes before. And then now you're, like, no. Uh, yeah, this might be TMI, but actually I did bring it up in another episode, but, um, so I feel like before, like anything in the butt area was a no, because that's actually like one of my biggest insecurities is it's crazy because I've learned to embrace it now. Like I like my figure now, but before I would hate like the bottom part of my body. So that was like a no for me. Like, I don't want to do anything down there, but now I'm really open to doing things down there. So we will see for next year, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> like after COVID. 
Um, right after COVID, <laughs> after we're we're free from that, free you from know, COVID. I'm down to um, do more things. <laughs> what <laughs> what made you what made you switch? Um, I think because I've noticed I'm way more comfortable with my body now. Like mm -hmm. whether it's me, like my femininity, or me sexually. Like I'm like right now, I really like the body that I have. Mm -hmm. Not that I didn't like it before, but I appreciate it more now. Like now I'm like, dang, I really like how I look. Like I feel really comfortable in my skin. So I feel like if you feel really comfortable in your body, then you're more prone to want to do things and explore during sex, right? Because if you're comfortable with yourself, then it's not going to be, you're not going to be embarrassed to do X, Y, or Z. If yeah. You're yeah. So I feel like I'm really comfortable in my body. So I think, you know, for everyone, even if you're listening and you're a little shy, you should try to do this every day in the mirror. Look at yourself naked. I'm serious. I do this all the time. But look at yourself naked and just be I'm like, try this now. <laughs> I look bomb. like, I look bomb. Like, I think that really helps. And it starts your day off, like, really good. So. Oh, this you, okay. So do this at the beginning of your day. Okay. Yeah, the beginning of your day. Before you start getting dressed or whatever, just look at yourself naked. Um, I think that's very important for men and women because, okay. I mean, this is the body that you have right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to learn to appreciate it. Exactly. And your body is your temple, okay? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what about in the winter, though, when it gets cold? Like, <laughs> like do you still do that, though? Like, not, <laughs> like it makes sense now. But <laughs> <laughs> Wait, me not. We'll see when it starts getting colder, honestly. Like, just turn up the heat. I would... <laughs> <laughs> no, like this. Yeah, I just thought that. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, all right. Fuck, that sounds like a great idea. And then I was like, wait. But what about the winter when it's cold? Because, <laughs> you know, like, I ain't trying to, like, get out of the, the bed. <laughs> I was gonna ask you before we move on to the the next topic yeah um okay so we're both well I'm in my late 20s mm -hmm. going to my 30s you're in your 30s now but do you feel that well this is the new topic that we're going to introduce because I feel like it's very important we touched on it a little bit but Baruch actually came up with a statement called the keys to success so instead of the keys to success yeah. is the keys to the keys success sex so the this is like keys to great sex to great sex the keys to great sex so we need to tell you all this because we want everyone out here listening to have great sex whether it's with partners or by yourself because you can still have sex and pleasure yourself okay i know some people right now aren't really out there having sex with other people because of corona and stuff mm -hmm. so maybe you're trying to be safer yeah um, be yeah. safe yeah be safe don't have sex right now but, <laughs> but when this covid's over play this video back because we have the keys to success okay? these are the keys to success okay so i'm gonna let baruch start it off because he came up with this phrase which i think should be a hashtag low-key success, keys to success. Hey, let's let's trademark that actually yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so i was just thinking about that uh about like what because i wanted to discuss what you um and get your perspective on what makes great sex right from a woman's perspective 
Right. And, and um, I mean, we kind of already touched a bit on this, not the topic, but but uh, the, some of the keys that I've thought. And like one of the main ones is is communication, honestly, because I've yeah. learned that over time um, that if you're not you, you don't necessarily have to be vocal per se, uh, whether during or before mm-hmm. or even after, but communication about what about what you're comfortable with what you're not comfortable with what your boundaries are um that's a big key in my in my mind um and i've learned that because i've learned that through uh there's been times when there's like no music playing and you just hear the background noise and it's just you two and you're not communicating and it i'm not gonna lie it's not all that you know Right. But then there's other times when it's just like there's music bumping, the right music bumping. You don't hear nothing else. You hear yourself, and then you're also <laughs> like talking to your to your, your partner, like do this, let's try that, turn yeah. around, let you know whatever it is. But that led to great sex. So, period. Period. So number one period. is communication. Number yes. two. And this is probably because I'm an artist. This is probably because I've, I've spent so much time working in music, but I firmly believe that you need to have some kind of music playing to have great sex. It's just, it just, like I don't the, know. The I don't know. I ain't judging. I ain't saying it's bad if you don't listen to music during sex. I just think that for me, it works. Mm-hmm. And if it works, don't mess with it. Right. Don't mess with it. <laughs> Um, and it just depends what kind of mood you're trying to do, you know? Everybody listening, write th- those tips down, okay? This is free. Okay. This is free tips. Free. <laughs> <laughs> this <is> free information. <laughs> um, okay. So those were my two big ones. My other one was not really like a real one. Um, but just to, just to, uh, to touch base with you, mm-hmm. what what uh what would you think is like a big key to great sex? For me, a big key to great sex is to make sure that I finish as well. Mm, okay. Because don't be selfish. Yeah, don't be selfish, I'm guys. Write that shit down. Don't be oh, selfish. What? If I made you come. You also have to make me come, okay? Or try to do something to make me feel good. Because I know, like, orgasm isn't always, you know, the end goal for women. Sometimes it takes longer for us to come, to be honest. Or sometimes we just don't come that day. We're not in the mood. You know, life happens. You're in your head. I don't know. But if I went out of my way to make you come, can you at least, like, you know, go down on me, finger me? Give me a massage. Do something. Don't just return like turn around favor. and yeah. go to sleep. Return, <laughs> return the favor. Like That's fucked up, All right? Yes, like return the favor. And sometimes, like I said, like it could be as simple as like cuddle me, hold me, do something. Like you know what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be like oh my god, like you know, let's go another round. But you should try to make sure that I'm okay too, because. There's two people having sex, not just one. So yeah, I think wow. don't be selfish should be on the be on the selfish. list. Yeah. Damn, yo, okay, that definitely <laughs> that definitely beats my other one. Okay. 
Don't what was your up. other one? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> well, it comes. Oh, okay, okay. Um. Oh wait, no, actually, I forgot one. Improvisation is very important. Improvisation, Improvisation is extremely yeah. important. And I say that because. I don't know, like if you see you're in a place in a room that has like a free wall and there's no table under it or nothing like that, <laughs> you might want to use that wall, you know, like if there's a nice rug that looks, uh, you know, not too uncomfortable, you might want to take it to the floor, you know, so you got to <laughs> be aware of your surroundings and use what yeah. you what you have in your environment and improvise, like spice <laughs> things up a bit, you know. It's like, echale el sazón al fuego, you know, yeah. True. You know, because ain't nobody trying to have boring sex in 2020. It's 2020. Right. You got time for that shit no more. That was 2019. No, no, we don't do that no more, all right? So improvisation is extremely important. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, To go off your improvisation, I think another key is to set the mood. Like, if you're having sex by yourself, this is just uh, for the people that are having sex by themselves, set the mood. Like like he said, improvisation, you don't always have to masturbate on your bed. You could be in the shower. You could literally take a bath. Like, you could do a lot of things, okay? So set the mood, put some candles on, put some music in the background, like, put on your favorite movie if you like movies, whatever it is you like. I think set the mood. For anything, even if it's a partner, you know, like set the mood. Make sure if you're having someone come over for like, you know, a dick appointment, your room is clean, you have sheets on the bed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, for a <clears throat> rewind a little bit. Um, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> this goes for guys too. Like if you're gonna have a girl over to your house, please have sheets on the bed, clean sheets. Please make sure your room is not dirty. Okay. Like, you know what okay, I mean? This is- all right, public service announcement right here. Guys, <laughs> guys, if you're having a lady over and you don't got no sheets on that bed, you fucking up. And if those sheets aren't clean, you fucking up twice. Don't be that guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Please have some clean sheets and make sure you have some towels available. Because you know things happen, so you know have some towels. Of it. Have some towels for me, so you know we're good to go. <laughs> some towels. Of it. Yeah. I was like, okay, take him to the shower. I guess. All right. Makes <laughs> sense. All right. All right. You never know. But yeah, yeah just, like. Gotta plan ahead. Yeah, set the mood and plan ahead. That's a good one. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Damn. I really. I thought about it one, and then I totally forgot. Which you said, but don't be selfish. Improv music. Oh, okay. So um, this kind of goes with setting the mood, though. If you're not having sex by yourself, right, <laughs> <laughs> then I think uh, I've also learned that it's really important to um, to get the party started right. And what I mean by that is you got to warm up to the big, the big, you know, mm-hmm. fireworks, you know, yes. the Fourth of July shit, you know. <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta build up to that you know just you don't just start at a hundred the fuck like no you gotta all right this is a guy that knows what he's talking about yeah 
around. That means sometimes, like you, like you mentioned and you touched on before, sometimes that means giving a massage. Sometimes that means doing a foot rub. Sometimes that means uh, what is it? Uh, foreplay. You know, you gotta warm up to that. You can't just. Okay. It's like an athlete. An athlete doesn't. You know, LeBron doesn't step on the court without warming up first before a game, you know? Come right. on now. Like, it's just, it's just common sense. Yeah. <laughs> True that. So those are the keys to success, everybody. Please write them down. This is free information that we're putting out there because we're trying to make sure everybody has great and safe sex. During and safe sex, yes. And safe sex. But now we're going to go on to the final topic, which is actually really cool because um, Baruch is an artist and he also loves music. So this is very, very important. Um, so we're going to be talking about toxic masculinity in the rap and reggaeton genres. So do you want to talk a little bit about that and what you meant by that? Yeah, so basically, um, like in, in rap and reggaeton, and I think this touches more on, on, on some of the older music, right? Like some of the old school music. Mm-hmm. Where back in the day, it was, it was like pretty common to kind of be uh, like to hear lyrics specifically that, that are very masculine, but they're, they're degrading, right? In, in a way. And so uh, like reggaeton, I remember that that used to sound more like, uh, like, Dale un latigazo, right? Like, like it was very uh, upfront about what, what they meant. Right, because it was just like party music and shit, and so I guess I wanted to get your opinion on, on as a woman, like, is there is there a certain song, certain artists that that kind of go too far sometimes that make you stop and think, like, wait, uh, no, I can't party to this, or I can't dance to the, that if he's gonna say that, or you know, if that's what he thinks of, of women or whatever. Um, is there, is there those like songs like that? Um, so at the top of my head, I don't have a song, but I do have artists that I've chosen now to not play their music. Mm -hmm. Um, so for example, rap or hip hop, uh, Tory Lanez, um, do you know him? Yeah. 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 So Tory Lanez, he shot Megan Thee Stallion. It has been confirmed. So he's someone I really did that. Yeah, he really did. I choose not to just because I'm going to support Megan, you know, my fellow female. Um, And it's just so weird. Like, there's a lot of artists that have done a lot of weird and, like, crazy stuff. um, But they don't get canceled. Why? Because I feel like a lot of um, abuse and sexual assault happen in that industry, both reggaeton, rap, and hip-hop. And it just gets like kind of thrown under the rug. Mm-hmm. But at the top of my head, I don't have any songs specifically. It's it just specific. sucks because, you know, some of those songs like have really good beats and you're like, fuck, uh, I really uh, like this song. So, you know what I mean? It, it just sucks that like that person had to do whatever they did. That is just like, we probably shouldn't be playing mm-hmm. their music anymore. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, like Tory Lanez like, is a no for me. <laughs> that's a big. That's the big no. Okay. For right now, yeah, Tory Lanez no. Yeah. Damn. Okay. 
thought that was a joke. I had heard that. I didn't know it was confirmed, actually. No, yeah, she did a, a YouTube live, I think, or Instagram live, yeah. Oh, snaps, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, like, I remember, and I know, like, the new stuff has changed, right, a lot lyrically, and mm-hmm. it's not as vulgar, it's not as, as like, um, explicit, right, for most, for the most part. But uh, I did notice that. I like. I was like, wait. And 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 I wonder that too at the time too at the time that these songs actually came out. Because like even like, I mean you know in hip hop it's, it's such a normal thing, right? It was normalized for such a long time to use the word bitch on record, and it's just like. And to me, it was kind of like interesting, like growing up and then actually becoming artists and starting writing songs it stood out to me to the point where I was like, I don't really want to say bitch on the song. Like it's just outplayed. It's just been so much. I've heard that so many times. I don't need to be mm-hmm. another artist saying that shit. So right. um, in a way it's kind of weird because if you try not to do that and if you try not to go that route, it's almost um, harder to gain certain notoriety, which is really right. weird, I think. Right? Yeah, because the, it's it's the easy route, which is funny to me, but I don't know. I, that was just kind of something I wanted to have in an open discussion with you and, and like what your thoughts are on that. Um, I do want to point out, um, okay, so for example, like in reggaeton, like women, like Evie Queen, um, no quiero bailar. Oh, like that song is a fire song to dance to. It just so happens that what she's saying is like, you know, I'm not trying to fuck you. I'm just yeah. trying to have fun. Like, right? Head of her time. So the fact that she put it out there, like, hey, like, I'm not trying to fuck. I'm just trying to have fun. Dance. Like that really set yeah. the tone for reggaeton for a lot of women artists. Like, you know, like we could sing and rap about sex and like do it even better sometimes that the guys are doing it or be mm-hmm. toe-to-toe with the guys, you know, that we could talk about the same stuff. So I think sex sells, and you did point that out, in any genre, whether it's female rap artists like Nicki Minaj, you know, like doing her thing or like other artists, like um, I do agree. It kind of sucks though that sometimes we focus so much on sex when there are other artists as well that talk about real shit, like, stuff that is happening like for example like racism like real topics you know what I mean mm-hmm. like they're actually like talking about stuff that affects us not that either thing is good or bad like I listen to both like I'm shaking my ass and I'm, I want to know about what's happening in the world you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a multi-dimensional hoe so like yeah. I want to know about everything <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm no, I agree. <laughs> You're gonna try to that. <laughs> I'm gonna drink to that one. <laughs> no, but it's it's true. I think um, I think it sucks that like sex sells more. You know. Yeah. Like there is there is a a hierarchy when it comes to music. So, and you would probably know too because I mean your music isn't. I I haven't seen any of your songs be super like sexual at all. So is that something yeah. that you want to try to do? Oh, you're not gonna um, do. <clears throat> so funny thing is, I actually some of the sessions that I've been jumping on, right for yeah. for like friends and people that I've met that are other artists. Uh-huh. 
they have like a lot more uh i guess i don't know like is, is if it, i don't know if it's fully vulgar or not right it's it's more like sexual right it's, it's definitely more right. sexual more upfront and i'm i'm going to collaborate on these songs i'm not going to lie because i'm kind of more interested in just the writing it from that perspective because i haven't written that yet um but i don't want to be known for that shit that's the thing I want to. I want my music and my art to kind of stand on its own without having to be like, "Oh, you just, you're just another artist that went and did that," right? Mm-hmm. So, don't be surprised if you hear me on some ratchet shit. But it's good. Yeah, like understand that I do that. If I do that, and when I do that, it's more for a, a creative experimentation. Um, right. And at the end of the day, quite honestly, anything that I say on record, I stand by. So I'm not going to say anything that I don't stand by. Right. Um, but I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to be um, shying away from that. I'm still not going to say bitch and all that shit. But <laughs> but, right. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm I'm experimenting with other other sounds, other styles. Yeah. No, I, I think that's that's so true. I think as a as an artist, um, and we're talking about, you know, like masculinity and like rap and reggaeton, like mm-hmm. you should be allowed to express yourself in different genres, in different styles. You shouldn't put yourself just in one style. So you as an um an urban artist, a urbano Latino artist as well, like you're allowed to for example, go into like reggae. I think you were doing a project that had kind of like a reggae sound. Like yeah. any, yeah. like anything like that, you're allowed to express yourself, you know? So I think that's cool, the fact that you're conscious of that. And at least you know, you know, like there's other people that be doing out this, but maybe I'm not going to say all that stuff, but I can still like make music for the people that listen to my music. So Yeah. Cause I think it's a fine balance and I, I have like reggaeton records that are still going to come out and shit like that. Right. Um, but to me, it's like about finding that balance. What, what can you, can you mix J Balvin and J Cole? Right. Mm. Can you do that? Right. right, right. All right let me, I don't know, but let me try it. Right. Like, <laughs> let, let me, <laughs> let me try it. So yeah, like there's nothing, there's nothing really off the table when it comes to that. That's very, very cool. Well, we actually came to the the end of the show. Let me make sure that we don't have any topics to discuss, but we really talked about a lot of stuff in this we hour. Did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about I was gonna say, like, did you finish your bottle? <laughs> because I think I was like, oh, he's gonna finish the bottle by the end of the show. I don't know. No, you gotta keep asking me another question. This is the last <laughs> question. No, this is like two questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So on the live, someone said, "Oh, a real man heart." <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. A yeah. shout out to you. Uh, and then they said, what's his number? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, uh, slide in the DMs. Okay. <laughs> slide in the DMs. <laughs> you have some fans out here. For real. Hey, shout out to y'all, man. I appreciate uh, the support. I appreciate everyone that's listening right now. 
I think as yeah. an artist yeah. and as a musician, it's always like, uh, like that <laughs> eternal question, like, are people listening? Are they paying yeah. attention? Do they care? Do they like, right? And, um, you know, whoever's listening, whoever's paying attention, thank you. That shit's fucking dope. And uh, I don't know who asked for the number, but I, 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 if I don't know you like that, probably, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to ask Carmen out off camera. <laughs> you love it. Slide in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going I'm to I'm ask Carmen's opinion. I'm like, all right, who is this person? Uh, yeah, who's this person? Yeah. Yeah. Do they abide by the keys of success? <laughs> yeah. if you're trying to talk to him you have to make sure you know all of the keys to success okay because he's only trying to have good sex good, great sex great you, sex you know? and you're it's in good hands good sex was last year that was last year <laughs> oh, oh damn he was like he was like she's like what's your social media Ooh. Dead. okay yeah <laughs> Damn, okay. So all social media is at Baruch. That's B-A-R-U-C 760. Once again, that's B-A-R-U-C 760. Think of bar. Think of UC like the school. We're good. Um, that goes for everything. Snapchat, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm on TikTok now, everybody. Yeah. I don't really Oh, you're on TikTok. That. Wow. Yeah. You gotta you gotta teach me how to use this, but I think you know how you know how to use that. Uh, but I'm on that. I'm on that shit now. So so catch me on that. New song out now. Mas la gente pide mas. Carmen, you heard this live before it was out. You could tell people what you think. Don't you on so, live. <laughs> no, this song is fire. I want to say I used that song on my last vlog. So I'll so I'll send that. I sent. If you guys are on right now in my last video, I had his song there. You could hear it in the background. Oh, but perfect. It was really dope. Okay. It was dope. Yeah. But now that we're coming to the end of the episode, um, thank you so much if you're tuning in. I'm sorry we're at the end of the episode, but we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, we talked about what's on your sex playlist, the keys to success, and toxic masculinity in both rap and the reggaeton community. Things we wish we knew when we were younger before, you know, having sex and talking about kinks, too. So at least we know we're both open to, you know, trying new experiences. And thank you for everyone that tuned in. Don't forget, we're live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on YouTube. You can ask live questions or chat with us through the live chat. Don't forget to follow me on social media. It's Carmen PR Girl. Um, and then also don't forget to follow Baruch again. Plug yourself so they know how to find your how music. To find me. <laughs> how to find you because right. we want to know. How can I find All you? Right. How can they find me? Well, like I said, in social media, it's at Baruch. That's B-A-R-U-C 760. Um, you can also check all my music out. It's available on all streaming platforms. It's iTunes, Tidal, Spotify. Google Play, all that good stuff. If they sell the good crack music, that's where it's at. Uh, same <laughs> thing, just search Baruch, B-A-R-U-C. Um, new music is coming soon. I'm, I'm releasing the whole album song by song, so I'm very excited for that. Perfect. And Carmen, thank you so much. This has been hella fun. 
yo, this is this is a turn up, yo. Like I want to do this all the time. Can I come back? Yeah, of course. There's gonna be there's gonna have to be a part two to the keys to success. Oh, whoa, oh, whoa. That's a lot of that's a lot of keys, though. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, don't be surprised if they slide in your DMs, okay? So you gotta let me know if people slide in your DMs. But yeah, again, guys, thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on YouTube Live. Uh, we're going to be cutting the stream pretty soon, but if you, you know, just tuned in, you could watch this again. It is saved on YouTube. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to this channel. But yeah, thank you. Good night, everybody.